welcome to the Chapman CG Podcast, inspiring and informative conversations with top HR leaders from around the world. The pharmaceutical industry is complex and grows even more so with the changes in healthcare requirements, technology, government legislation, and increasing customer demands. Everyone knows that innovation is a critical component of success, but innovation isn't cheap. Finding and developing future leaders who understand the diverse challenges facing pharmaceutical companies, who are knowledgeable about its products and services, and who can navigate the external pressures and regulations can be a monumental task in itself. Here today to talk about global talent strategies within the pharmaceutical industry, Anise Bug, Global Vice President of Talent Acquisition and Mobility at Teva Pharmaceuticals. Anise, thanks for joining us today. Pleasure. Where are you coming in from today? You're in Chicago? Um, I'm actually in Pennsylvania, just outside of Philadelphia, suburb. That's where the U.S. headquarters of Teva is. That's right. That's right. And um, tell us a bit about your role uh, at Teva, covering global talent acquisition and mobility in terms of the dimensions of the role. Yeah. So in terms of my role, um, I came into Teva two and a half years ago to build what we call the center of excellence around talent acquisition and mobility. So what it means that I lead in building all the recruiting and hiring capabilities and, and, cap- and capacities for Teva in all the key markets, which is over 40 countries across the globe, uh, which also includes the part. There's also a sub-COE under my um, global COE, which is on mobility, which looks at talent and how do we meet more internal talent across boundaries within countries. So that's that's the technical part of my job. Um, well, the other the the other part of my job, which is the most exciting and impactful, is you know I I have the uh, unique um, honor to bring in great talent to Teva um, to build what we call in Teva our North Star. Um, these are our strategies uh, for growth, and of course uh, to make Teva an employer of choice globally. And so, what do you think are some of the the biggest challenges facing the um, the, the pharmaceutical industry right now, Anise? Well, we could we could talk a long time if we get into that, but you know, there's two which really comes to my mind and which has you know impact on HR and talent specifically. And I think you kind of alluded to some of them in your introduction. Uh, one is when you talk about innovation, the low R&D productivity we see in the pharmaceutical world, um, and there's a lot of reasons for that. And then, of course, the new and emerging functions in general across the industry. But, you know, we at Teva feel more and see more of it because we are at the crossroads of not just specialty and branded pharmaceutical, but a huge generics industry. We kind of lead that and then ODC. So we are we are kind of in the middle of all these three. So I think these two, um, low R&D productivity and, and emerging new functions within the pharma world are, are some of the the key challenges. And how do you think some of these challenges are affecting the HR world um, in the in the company? I think both of them have a huge impact, especially um, from a talent perspective on on how how innovation and in R and D is funded, how we look at growth. Um, for example, you know the the industry has to kind of change the rules of the game, and you know um, some of the new functions, for example, you know with the advent of digital, where other industries, especially consumer-oriented, were really at the forefront of it. Uh, but for pharma, it was kind of new, and they were catching up. It's, so it's, it's basically bringing and infusing new skills. 
uh, things like market access, you know, things which impact change in regulatory um, functions across the world due to different healthcare regulations, especially some of the new ones introduced in the United States and some of the other impactful things which lead from, from a payer perspective, from a provider perspective with, with some of the European economies and so on. So some of these have emerged um, over the last few years um, and have kind of impacted, um, basically have come in from the left field and, and the former industry was not really ready for that. So I think we're playing catch up. Um, how do we how do we find that you know scarce talent and how do we also develop our own focus on some of these areas? I think this this has had a uh, quite a big impact, and 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 some of it is you know we're also seeing a huge uh, wave of mergers and acquisitions. People are looking at not only in terms of revenue and market share, but also opportunities to to acquire talent where they are scarce. And when you look at the um the leadership at Teva, what are some of the critical competencies you've been looking for when you've been bringing in talent, and I guess when you've had talent sort of already rising the ladder in the organization? It's a good question because, you know, we actually spent quite some time uh, over the last one year um, coming up with our own unique leadership model. We, we looked at everything out there in the market and other companies and other consulting organizations use. And we really, none of it really didn't resonate with us. So we actually spent a lot of time and effort to look at what what is the uniqueness. And we came up with a model which has essentially four components. Um, we, we call them, you know, east, west, north, south, because there's an inherent tension in these four things. Um, and they are, you know, as simple as the first one is, you know, imagine and inspire. Basically what they're saying is, to kind of redefine what is possible because the possibilities are endless and we look at our business and, and combining all the three areas of the pharmaceutical industry, you know, the generic, the specialty, and OTC. Um, the second thing is which is around connecting and building, is ensuring that we are able to realize the full potential of the people we have and, and, and there's a lot of scope for that. Um, the third one is, is experimenting and adapting. You know, basically, how do we achieve those breakthroughs through leadership? And and the last one is obviously to design and act. You know, plan and design and act in a way that we can transform the organization to get to what we call the North South. So I think these are the four things we look at. Um, you know, when we develop leaders internally or when we assess external talent um, when we're bringing them on board. And so just to drill a little deeper um, on sort of how you're developing a talent pipeline, I mean, it's a conundrum for, for everyone. What what proactive steps um, are you taking in this regard? So, so from a pipeline perspective, um, obviously it's, it's, it's we're looking at all the three pillars, what, what, what I would call is, you know, the buy, uh, the build and the grow. So, um, obviously, we do go out um, and, and buy external talent or hire trained, ready-made external talent, typically at the mid-management and, and senior management level. Um, from a build perspective, you know, the entry-level talent to universities, building those pipelines and, and bringing people um, to show them interest in, you know, STEM skills and so on. So I think we are investing in that. 
and and last but not the least, you know, we have a tremendous uh, talent in the organization, over 40,000 people. Um, how do we apply? And again, when we say leadership model, it's not just for the top leaders, but across the organization to grow the talent we have internally. So it's 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 looking at all those three pillars or strategies, and each one has obviously its its own components. You know, in terms of how do we become proactive? How do we create the the attract attractive talent magnet uh, in the industry? And again, also sometimes you know thinking out of the box. You know, if if, if it's the example I gave earlier about digital, if if there are other industries out of out of farm outside of pharmaceuticals which have those skills and are very innovative, they may not have um, the regular regulatory or or highly regulated industry experience, but they bring in solid skill set, let's, let's be more open um, to get those talent from those organizations or those those functions where they have that experience. I think pharma is not, not at the forefront of, you know, being out of the box and, and going out of their comfort realm, uh, but we've been kind of pushing the envelope to do that, and that, that has paid, you know, enormous dividends from building a talent pipeline in some of those new skills. So to conclude, Anish, what lessons or advice would you give other talent acquisition leaders like yourself who are developing talent strategies globally, be it within the pharmaceutical sector or outside of that? You know, one of the things, again, I, I, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm in a position to give advice, but I'm, I'm happy to share my experience and learning from, from the mistakes I've done. Um, first and foremost, you know, always, always look for what creates um maximum business value and, and has the most impact. I think that's the bottom line. You know, talent strategies don't exist for the sake of talent management or HR. Um, be in tune with, with the business and where it is headed, not now, but two, three, five years from now. Where is, is, is the future? Where is the North Star? So basically you are you're looking at talent not just for now, but also for the future. And it's easier said than done. That's one thing. Um, obviously, which, which also puts into the mix, never ignore the, the internal talent uh, you have because it's, it's, easy, it's easier to, to sometimes go into the market and get, get a ready-made talent, but uh, the more you invest in internal talent, uh, the long-term dividends it gets. And lastly, you know, when, when you start something of this magnitude like I did two and a half years ago to build a a center of excellence from scratch. Um, one of the things we do well at Teva is, you know, we have the saying, you know, start with the future backwards. Um, look out and imagine what work, what would, what does the business need, and what would work great for this organization, and imagine what best would look like, and then start working backwards, with the future backwards, and, and build a roadmap. And I think that has really worked well for me. And some great tips there from Anise Bug. Global Vice President of Talent Acquisition and Mobility at Teva Pharmaceuticals. For more excellent conversations from Chapman CG, follow our podcast series or check us out at chapmancg.com.